You are listening to The Run Home with Brad. It is The Run Home pregame show. Thanks to MG Motor NZ Performance Retold with M4 Electric. Uh, Beav will be joining us from Paris at about 4 o'clock, so 25 minutes away. And don't forget, after 5, Scott Sattler, former NRL Premiership winner with the Penrith Panthers back in 2003, uh, will join us on the show to look ahead to this weekend's uh, grand final. But right now, on The Run Home, it is time for our Rugby World Cup updates. And the All Blacks return to their training camp in Lyon this week after spending a bye week on the west coast of France. But like the rest of the rugby world, they did not miss the World Cup clash between Ireland and South Africa on the weekends. The Irish won the epic Pool B match at Stade de France, but the quality of the contest did nothing to dispel the belief that the Irish and the World Cup holders are the best two teams at the tournament. All Black defence coach Scott McLeod, of course, uh, former All Black himself, uh, said he personally has been impressed with the performance of both teams at the breakdown and the speed at which the game was played. I was hugely impressed with the intensity of the game. Uh, set piece um, pressure was huge um, from both sides, uh, but the defence and the movement and the collisions for as long as it was, was immense. And I, a lot of us just were really impressed with watching that game. So it, it's definitely the standard. It certainly is the standard. Now, moving over to the host nation, France, where they're reportedly attempting to fast track captain Antoine Dupont returned to the field with the use of a custom mask to protect his facial fracture. DuPont suffered the injury during the host 96 demolition 96 to zilch demolition of Namibia after a head-to-head clash with opposing captain Johan Dezel. The injury has caused plenty of concern among the team and their fans who are sweating on the talisman's availability for the rest of the tournament. He's since undergone surgery and rejoined the squad, but there's still no timeline for his return to play potentially semi-finals. But according to French publication Midi Olympique, DuPont will meet with a specialist to mould a mask to his face. Yes, you heard that right, folks, to mould a mask to his face, uh, which will speed up his uh, return timeline uh, to play in the tournaments. Uh, the governing body doesn't allow plastic or carbon fibre moulds, meaning the mask would need to be made from cloth or strapping. Similar to that worn by Frenchman uh, Emmanuel Hordenakay back in 2010, the mask can also not be thicker than 5 millimetres when uncompressed. And finally, uh, hilarious sports uh, impersonator Connor Moore, he's at it again. This time, the victim is Eddie Jones. And the results? (laughs) Take a listen. Eddie, a disastrous World Cup for Australian rugby. Would you agree? Well, you don't know what you're talking about, mate. Now, this is exactly where I want us to be. Now we're giving us a chance, everybody riding us off. You know, tell us we're terrible and see what happens, mate. Well, you were terrible against Wales. Well, I actually thought we were amazing, mate. Tactically, I thought we got it spot on. Yeah, I said, let Wales come on to you, mate. Let them have the ball. Lure them into a full set security. And when they least expected, mate, pounce. But you, but you didn't pounce. I said, when they least expected, mate. You know, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, mate. When they least expect it. You know, but I wouldn't expect you guys to understand it because you don't know anything about rugby, mate. You know, you guys are so negative. I mean, where were you guys when we were top of that group? In June, July and August, eh? Well, the only reason you were top of the group at that stage was because of alphabetical order. 
See, that's the kind of negativity I'm talking about, mate. Scumbags. Was it disrespectful to Wales to say you'd no doubt you'd win on Sunday? And did I say which Sunday, mate? No, but I presume. No, no, so you presume, mate. Yeah, because I was talking about next Sunday. Yeah, against Portugal. Okay? And I would never be disrespectful towards Wales, mate. You know, I think what they've done tonight is an amazing achievement for a little country that it is, with only three million people. I mean, is it even a real country, mate? Or is it just the arsehole of another country? There's a lot of people who want you sacked as Wallaby's head coach. Will you stay on it? Well, I'm actually getting hundreds of messages, mate. Well, people begging me to stay. You know, people that know about rugby, mate. Yeah, I've got them all here, mate. Please, Eddie, don't leave Australia. Stay, Eddie, please. Keep doing the job you're doing, Eddie, mate. You're doing great. We love you. You know? I'm getting hundreds of these messages from people all over. New Zealand. Okay. Anyway, mate, I don't expect you scumbags to know anything about rugby, so just know it's all part of the plan, mate. This is exactly where I want us to be. How good is that? We might play that a little bit later for Beave as well. And uh, actually, just sticking with Eddie Jones, all-black coaching great Steve Hansen has staged a vehement defense of Mr. Jones. Critics have taken aim at everything from Eddie's selection policies to his combative public approach, as you just heard. Uh, leading uh, commentator Peter Fitzsimons among those labeling Jones's position as untenable. Well, Hansen recently spent some time in close quarters with his old mates, having been embedded in the Wallabies World Cup camp before the tournament started in an unofficial advisory role, and the two do remain close friends. The two-time World Cup winner believes the issues with Australian rugby go far beyond the issues around who is coaching their side. He's got to try and create some belief in his group. That's all he's done, and... and Mm. Okay, well, he, would I have done that? Maybe not, but I'm not Eddie, and I'm not I'm not working in that environment. And uh, you know, if the worst thing he's done is said that they can win the World Cup and they haven't, then you know, he'll join a lot of other coaches. 2007, we thought we were going to win it, and we got beaten, and it forced us to actually a the New Zealand Rugby Union um, gave us a second shot, and then it forced us to answer some of the, the questions that needed answer that were just not surface questions. They were the ones that were a bit deeper. Australia mm. probably needs to do that. Until until they do that, they're not going to get any better. Like They're very tribal. If you look at Australia, what they're really great at, and, and the state of origin is a classic example of it, state v state. Mm. Now, if you're making decisions that are based on the state and not the national game, then you're not going to get things right. That audio, courtesy of TV3's AM, Steve Hansen there speaking on his old mate, Eddie Jones. That is your Run Homes Rugby World Cup update. The Run Home, thanks to Mick Delivery. And it's now time for our Rugby World Cup schedule. Thanks to Kubota, together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Uh, Three games for you on SCNZ in the coming uh, weekend. On Friday morning, it is Japan versus Samoa. Scotty Stevenson and Steve Devine with the commentary. Coverage from 7.30 a.m. Friday, September 29. Saturday morning, the All Blacks back in action. September 30th. Coverage from 7 a.m. All Blacks, Italy. Daniel McCarty 
and All Black great, arguably the greatest fullback in New Zealand rugby history, Christian Cullen, with the commentary of that. Cully doing a great job in his debut radio commentary uh, this past weekend. Uh, and 4.30am on Monday morning, October the 2nd, Australia versus Portugal. That's Monday morning, so no games on Sunday. Monday morning, Australia versus Portugal, uh, a battle of the cellar dwellers of uh, Paul C. Um, apologies to Eddie. Sam Hewitt, Steve Devine with the commentary. That is your Rugby World Cup schedule. Thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand.